game begin. Hey, Dagum Nerds fans, welcome to episode 74. I'm Zach. I'm Kevin. And in this episode, we're talking about lots of random stuff. Uh, we talk about Book of Boba. Book of Boba. We talk about what the heck we think our kids are going to be doing when they're teenagers. We hear about the Wern family UTI saga with Molly. With Molly and lots of another poo story, which is <laughs> they're always fun. Oh, gosh. We talk about Zach's high school movie, The Sword. Oh, so much about The Sword. And also a Kevin job working in the movie theater. In the movie industry. Well, in the movie theater industry. Let's be real. And we talk about what will our kids be doing in 20 years. That and much more. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well, Kevin, welcome back <laughs> to the saddle. It's been a bit. I, it's, it's been, been a hot a minute. It's like yeah. pre-Christmas. Pre-Christmas, pre-Christmas. I don't know wow. if I was on the last episode of the, I was on the last episode of last season, which we recorded probably five or six weeks ago. Yeah, no. So, I mean, it's been point, almost yeah. a month, almost, almost a month, a, almost a month. And we even moved this one because our normal recording day was Margaret's birthday. So I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do that one either. Well, I'm so excited you got to celebrate her 30th <laughs> with her. That's awesome. 29th and holding like, like, <laughs> like right. Yeah. Right. It's the, it, what some people say it's like the 19th anniversary of my 29th birthday. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Well, I know uh, this is a podcast. We're only doing audio only, but I see you've got some more TMNT stuff on you. I do. And I'm there's like six more things I'm thinking about buying from various artists. That's basically what I follow on Instagram is I don't want to say TMNT artists, but artists that I won't find like in general population world. Yeah, yeah, more like niche. Like going to Hobby Lobby, like, oh, this is a cool, and like, no, I can find a better style of that. Something more unique. <clears throat> yeah, but it bothers Margaret to no end because of that. Why? Because... So apparently, I'm a pretty hard person to shop for. So ah. there's like, yeah, I like that style, but not for that character. Or <laughs> I like, or, so I get really picky in that way. And she's like, I don't know, just... Just buy what I'm just not going to buy it because you're going to buy it anyway. So just do what you want. So you know, there's, a, there's a couple cool artists that I've been looking at buying some more TMNT stuff for, for sure. I feel like that's a problem a lot of nerds have in common because I have my family say the exact same thing. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm hard to buy for? If it's Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, it's going to be a win. And they're like, yeah, but, but we don't know if it? you're going to like it. And I'm like, yeah. well, OK, true point. And like, but but if if you want anything, you just buy it for yourself, which was true this year. Which, I just had again, a fair point. Yeah, because I, I did. I, I guess you weren't on the episode where we talked about Book of Boba, but um, I just had I was on expectations. Me, the, oh, you were. OK, yeah, I was yeah. on that one. I was on that one. Um, okay. Book of Boba yep. is an interesting little piece of. Oh, my word. The it's, world right now. <laughs> right now, it's the Boba Bunch. It's the Spy Dude. Kids extension into Star Wars. There's a, there's a lot of things wrong with that that I think is completely ruining that character. I uh, well, first off, pick a lane. Are you going to be a flashback show or are you going to be a real world? Like, right. I, and you only have seven episodes. Right. And I'm pretty sure they said they're not doing a second season. Oh, did they confirm that? I'm pretty sure when I can. I might be getting my Schwartz's crossed between that and Obi Wan. No, I'm I know, pretty no, sure Obi Wan is is for sure one season. Sure. And I thought Boba was too. Hmm. But if this I don't is the track of Boba. Boba, like, why do I want another one? There, there's no way they're going to resolve all of his conflict with the Pike Syndicate 
in one season. In like one, even if there's a big episodes. showdown, right. yeah. Ooh. Even if there's one big showdown, there's. I mean, they're, they're not the only gang on the block. I mean, Which, is it just going to end like? And then Boba was the dynamo of Mos Espa forever. Like, yeah, no, no. But the, like, the, he's coming across as like super weak. Like, no one fears him. He takes his home. Oh, it's just this old dude. Like, I don't care. Well, I mean, as much as I, I still think that Tamora Morrison is rocking the role. He's not bad in the role at all. The writing, though, because I'm like, OK, it's two people in the palace. Right. Why would not everyone and their mother just show up with guns and get rid of them? Right. Right. I'm like, like, what is preventing someone from just walking in with their their party of eight? Like, It wouldn't take a whole lot. And the one dude did the Wookiee. Right. How did a giant Wookiee get past all those people? Right. And there was only like five people. It's like this anorexic well, I mean, droid and two small Gamorrean <laughs> guards. And and then the 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 Disney high school musical biker gang. Dude, that chase scene. Oh my gosh. So well, bad. funnily enough, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out um uh T Ryden on Discord made a connection that I just completely missed is that Robert Rodriguez is the director of the spy kids franchise. <laughs> he is. He and is. then all of a sudden everything started making sense. I'm like, Oh, of course those are basically flugels on bikes. They reminded me of the neutrinos <laughs> from Ninja Turtles as well. <laughs> well, I, I was texting my brother because he was also kind of bemoaning this most recent episode. And I said, yeah, the fruity pebble bikers. <laughs> Cause I feel and like they should have been like, Mr. Rabbit. Right. gangs are for kids you know when they they catch up with the guy like and it, their bikes are like the cleanest thing in all of tips yeah, how do they keep it so clean how like, is that the only color chrome in the galaxy like and i don't mind them as characters because they don't really do anything yet but like they needed to be rough yeah like they not, needed like they talked about them being cybernetic they need to put show like they're putting they're putting the money in themselves and not like their bikes yeah, and also that they don't coat their bikes with Skittles. I mean, oh, right. just everything about the colors bothered me. And make it look fast. Like, the, like <laughs> it was so slow. It was so slow and so bulky. <laughs> like, it was rough, man. It was rough. Yeah, it, and I, I've noticed that about a lot of the CG in this. And, I mean, granted, there was moments in Mandalorian, like, especially when they had uh, the Blurgs. Yeah, but but I thought, not like really, y- you guys didn't have a little more budget this time. There's been multiple instances, like even the twins. I'm like, guys, right. this is like Gardula the Hut in the background of episode yeah. one. Bad. Yeah. And then in the first episode, they had that Goro guy with a forearm, that lizard weird dude. Yeah. No. So whoever made the comment that that it was like a poor man's Clash of the Titans. That I'm was like, me. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, that was uh, me. Spot on. It, it was the Margaret poor man. Walk- Margaret was watching. She's like, is this Scorpion King? Like, what is <laughs> Oh, it's so painfully close to the truth. But I will say, I, I am still enjoying the gang war element of it. And, you know, kind of the mystery of what's going on with the mayor and then the pikes. You know, right. I, I, I do enjoy that a ton more. Like, I don't I don't think anyone under the sun cares about the, the Tuscan Raiden. No one cares about the flashbacks. Well, I'm not going to lie. I actually <clears throat> did for a hot minute there and then they just all died i'm like you know what i know this is supposed to be emotionally impactful but i kind of feel like it just made all of the other events a waste just a waste of time just yeah a waste of time because i mean i mean when they did their tuscan raider 
Dan, and excuse me, I guess now we just have to call them Tuscans. It's a it's a slur to call them Tuscan Raiders. Really? But says who? Says the internet. Like, so we can't sh- call check them it Tuscan. Out. We can't that, call them Tuscan Raiders, and we can't say Slave One anymore. That is also confirmed by Tamora Morrison himself. That I guess we're calling it the Fire Spray now. And and oh, whew, that's rough. And then you introduce yeah. a Wookiee whose name is like whose name is Black Kardashian or something like that, and Carissian. Yeah, it's like Cranston. It, it was from the Doctor Afra <laughs> yeah. comic books. I'm sure someone will correct me. Yeah. But anyway, something yeah, like we're, he's, we're a, now, he's a cool character, but you like. Well, he's a cool character who should have just broke Boba Fett like a twig when he yeah, had him in that embrace. I was like, oh, and there goes his back. I thought they were going to do like a Batman broke his back with Bane kind of moment yep. there. And then I'm like, now it's just an awkward hug. And like, then he leaves when they like, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he reminded me of the guy in the Muppet movie who, you know, he, I, I, I don't know his Muppet name. I should, but he's like the giant and he's like, Oh guys, don't leave without me. Like the way he just kind of glumps yeah. off the screen. It reminded me of that character. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Like reminded me of Harry and the Hendersons, like Bigfoot. Like, oh, sorry <laughs> exactly. guys. Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. I meant to kill him and I didn't. So I'll talk to you later. Well, I mean, you, you talk about, I, I mean, it's a famous line from New Hope where I talk about, you know, well, that's because droids don't tear arms out of their sockets when they're angry. Right. So, I mean, I wanted to, I was hoping one of the biker gang was going to get messed up. Right. Like I was hoping one of them was going to get some sort of lint and it would make sense. Right. Because if, even if they get an arm ripped off, well, they just get a cybernetic one. Or even like, like they, like, they could like, have had a cybernetic arm pulled off. Right. Even lower stakes. But they uh, need something because, like, it's not violent enough. I mean, it's uh, not. It's not really anything. Well, like, I, it's I, not. It's not. The story is sort of like, oh, this. Oh, no, don't show the back to tank again. Oh, every time I see the back to tank, I'm like, oh, great. Let's just put a big old break on the storyline I actually care about. <laughs> right. And I will say, I am happy that the Wookiee attacked him while he was in the back to tank. Cause yeah. I was waiting for it. I was like, okay, this is a completely vulnerable time. Some gang member needs to come in and take advantage right. of this. So yeah. I am happy that happened. Yeah. But I mean, am I, I'm not excited to see the next episode. Like I was with the Mandalorian, like I was with almost every other Marvel series that came out. There were some that I wasn't like, like, what is it falcon winter soldier i was like yeah that's okay but this is in my opinion by far the worst of that bunch there's been no cliffhanger moment like there's never been like you said there's no moment where i've ever been like oh i've gotta see the next episode like when loki came out meredith and i would like we would look up at each other when we woke up on wednesday mornings and be like oh it's wednesday yeah Meredith didn't, even, Meredith didn't even ask to watch this most recent episode because yeah. she just she already doesn't it's care forget, that it's much. Kind of, it's forgettable. Scarlet Witch was the same way. It's not like like Scarlet Witch had good story, but it was also like trendy enough with what they did with like the sitcom errors. Yeah. WandaVision was was yeah. its own unique cup of tea. Unique, <laughs> unique thing. Um, but Mandalorian doesn't even know what it is. Well, Book of Boba doesn't. That's what I, I mean. I, That's what I mean. Book of Boba. It, it really does feel like the the leftovers of Mandalorian. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like the, this is my, my theory. They had surplus budget. Mm-hmm. If that's even a thing for episode two. And they're like, yeah. Hey, Robert Rodriguez, we kind of like you. You're, you're a fun chum here around with Filoni and, and Favreau. 
here, here's so here's some extra money. Go make something. Go do something. Right. That's what it kind of feels like. My favorite thing about Book of Boba so far has nothing to do with Book of Boba. It's Patton Oswald years ago. <gasps> oh my word. <laughs> when that scene happened, I'm like, you cannot tell they me this was not inspired. Like they did that on it, purpose. It's yeah. so exaggerated the way his gauntlet comes out of the sand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, th- this is absolutely tribute to Patton Oswalt's well, filibuster yeah. in Parks and Rec. You cannot tell me it was not it was inspired. Perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. Other than that, it's been forgettable. Uh, I mean, I will say I, I enjoy I, I'm more excited about the concept than how it's actually played out. Like right. the I was idea, super excited about the concept, the idea of Boba starting his own like gang family on yeah. Tatooine. I'm like, OK, this is kind of neat. I was excited about that, but it's so flat. Well, let you know, let's let's wait to see where it lands, because, I mean, there's been yeah. other shows that started off really slow and they yeah, got but better. It's, but it's seven I mean, episodes, I'm, dude. No, and I absolutely agree. Like with yeah. it only in seven episodes, how dare you waste this how much dare you screen waste three time episodes in the first three? Sprint. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, but I mean, it, I feel like so far there's only been one full episode's worth of good content. Everything I'm sure else, I feel like you soon could scrap. We'll edit it out, and it'll be like, oh, this is an hour and a half long movie. Well, so far, I don't feel like I have gained anything from the flashbacks, other than it's helped connect a little bit of circles. But remember when we were talking in the expectations episode? They're like, I hope they don't tell us how he survives. I, I hope it's, I it's, I just, it's the first thing they showed. And yep. I'm like, crap. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> like, like, I feel like they should have like, no one fears Boba Fett. Like, no one cares. Like, to, which to me feeds into... The dude got killed by a blind man with a stick. No, well, and yeah, I've talked about just, that before. It feeds into that even more for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like no one's scared of him. But if they didn't show how he came out and everybody was kind of afraid of him and then everybody behind his back was talking about this is how I heard he got out. Well, this is how I heard he got out as opposed to blatantly showing the audience. It, well, it feels to me like they, they missed the boat, sort of like what people love about college football, like. There's always the way to talk about it. So why can't you just talk about it in that way as well? Well, I feel like somewhere in the writer's room, they felt like they had to justify. So why is Boba more of the working class sympathizer kind of man and -hmm. not just a ruthless crime boss? And so I feel like they were like, well, if we tell this backstory about how he was brought in by the Tuscans and he, you know, he, he really felt a kinship with them, mm-hmm. but, but I feel like they already did that work in the, the clone wars and rebels appearances that like, yeah, he's a bounty hunter, but he does have some principle to him, just like his father, Django. Yeah, um, but, 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 but to, for someone who doesn't watch the cartoons and doesn't watch and doesn't read the books, like he just keeps coming across as this weak character that people like. Well, a weak character that somehow still can be BA when he needs to, but doesn't right. have that instant screen presence. Right. Uh, when, when he comes on and people uh, aren't afraid of him, like people should be afraid of him. He should be like the Michael Jordan, of bounty hunters. And he's not <laughs> right. When he walks into a room, everyone goes, people be like, Oh, like, and, yeah, so far, yeah, and so not. far that's not, been. not. He takes his no. helmet off again. And he's like, Oh, that's an, just an old guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an old Maori guy. <laughs> right. Now, what did you think about, uh, Danny Trejo showing up as the Rancor trainer. Dude, I always love when he shows up. 
But I mean, again, I guess it was inevitable with Robert with Rodriguez Robert, with Robert as Rodriguez, the director. Right? Like he doesn't do much. Like he, well, he did, he hasn't done much yet. Um, but I don't know. Like, like he was fine. He was barely in it. But the Rancor stuff, I was like, oh, like, oh, they like people now and you can ride them. And so, so there is precedent in the and, Star and, Wars and, universe. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm okay with that. And like the, but I would, I, yeah, it's just fine. It's just what it is. Like he didn't, he didn't bother me. He didn't do much. Like it's yeah, fine. I, to, to me, the problem is just that it's Danny Trejo in Star Wars and it'll never not be Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo in, Star, in Wars. Star Wars. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it just kind of feels like, okay, who else wants to have a Star Wars cameo? Like I will never see yeah. him as the Rancor trainer. It's just going to be Danny Trejo training Rancors. Like I, oh, yeah, if, for they, sure. if, if they give him a character name, I'm never going to learn it. It's just going to be like, oh, it's Which Danny Trejo. <laughs> but if Danny Trejo was entered the Star Wars universe, I mean, it is he kind would of the be perfect, a Rancor trainer, right? It, it, I'm okay. I'm just okay enough with it because it does fit. Like if he had been a senator, I would have been like hard pass. Like right. senator of what? Of what? <laughs> um, Tattoos and tequila. What? <laughs> right. But uh, you know, I, 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 I'll give it a. I'll give it a. I will wait to see. I mean, it doesn't bother me. He's not a key character. He's probably going to die. Who cares? Um, it didn't well, bother me. I'm more, I, I don't want to say upset, but Book of Boba seems to be like the hardcore, hardcore Star Wars nerd show with the amount of Easter eggs and side characters they're putting in. So for someone that's just like the casual, I guess now I'm just a casual Star Wars guy. Like, it's just like there's no story behind it, which makes me hard to like get excited about it every week. You know, it, it's odd that you should say that because I, I was actually having the discussion just today that I feel like Book of Boba is appropriate because only the people who read the books, the books get will it. stay the, excited. The books <laughs> and the comic books, right? Yeah, and the comic books. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. And I'm cool with that. Um, but you could do that in a way where you have a better story and still have all the Easter eggs and still have all the the side characters and all that fun stuff. Well, if they want to continue to sell Boba Fett action figures and fire spray Lego sets, dude, they better, I found they a, better I found, get some people excited here they, real quick. Yeah. But I, I found a, a Boba Fett Nerf gun. Did, like it's his really? blaster. That's a, a repeatable Nerf gun. I must get a link to this. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can find it and put it on discord. But yeah, they have a. Whether someone bought something and reconstructed it and painted it to look like that, or if Nerf's like officially selling it, um, hmm. but with everything else they have, I would, I'd imagine they're selling a Boba Fett Nerf gun. Well, now that we got our uh, our book of Boba <laughs> ventings out of yeah. the way for now, um, for the first three episodes, and, and I'll end this by saying, listen, I'm still optimistic. I'm going to watch it because I love Star Wars, and and I I have been a lifelong <laughs> Boba Fett fanboy so I'm, yeah. I'm gonna see it through and and i i still think that the setup for the gang war is a mm -hmm. neat one to explore yeah i just please for the love of everything don't have the 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 fruity pebbles crew end up being like the heroes like the heroes of the keep yeah and please don't give them a spinoff show like i really no and couldn't. i'm not a, and i'm not a big i've never been a big boba fett person ever but I'm going to keep watching it. It's still better than anything DC puts out. <laughs> Truth. I mean, Truth. Sorry, DC. Until maybe the Batman. But that's not true. DCU, that's a one-off, which is what I think DC should do anyways, is a bunch of one-offs. Well, I wanted to catch up with you because, I mean, you've been caught in the, the COVID cyclone for a little bit. 
Kevin got the Rona, big Rona. Yeah. <laughs> so did you, uh, did you get to catch up on any shows or did you get to do anything fun during <laughs> so, the Rona or was it just you're so, sick and tired and I was just sick and tired. Yeah. So, uh, so I, this is probably day 10, 11. Um, I've, I'm like 95% there. I quarantined my house, but I still hung out around my entire family and no one else caught it. Wow. Again, I have a wife and four kids and nobody else in my family got it. Um, I well, went back to work. Yeah, I was going to go back to work last Monday, but I'm like, no, nah, this is stupid. I'm just too tired. So Monday I tried to power through the day and that didn't really work. Mm. So the next day at like 10 o'clock in the morning, I took like a seven hour nap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And woke, yeah. yeah, from well 10 to four. And then I woke up and then went back to sleep at like nine. And then Wednesday, I'm like, I'm going to try to work. I'm going to do this. Thankfully, I'm able to work from home. I work for four hours. I'm like, dude, I'm done. I'm so tired. <laughs> and so I took a nap over lunch and then went back to work and did, and did that Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. I worked for four hours, took a one to two hour long nap and then went back to work for four hours. Well, man, I'm sorry you were feeling bad, but that kind of sounds like an ideal work week in one way. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of it was kind of killer. Um, but when you homeschool and all the kids are still here because uh, yeah. you're sick and they don't go to their co-op, it's like mm. it, there's a lot of hey, dad. Well, and that was me being sick. Um, Margaret got strep during that time. Oh, and oh. Molly got a UTI. Oh, so a urinary tract. So our four-year-old got a urinary tract infection. Oh, so and from, it was Molly. Was I'm sure Molly. there yeah, was, was some shenanigans that went down with that. There's some crazy that. nut stories with that. So when I had COVID, my experience with COVID was super fatigue, and I probably lost my body weight through my nostrils. Like I wasn't <laughs> sneezing. I, I didn't sneeze at all, but I, I probably went through what felt like 50 boxes of tissues a day. And, it, and a day, like it was crazy. Like I'm blowing my nose. I'm like, Oh, it's perfectly clear. I'm getting better. And then the next time it's dead black. I'm like, what is this? And the next time it's yellow. And the next time it's blood. And the next time it's clear. And like, like all random. Like I was like, it was like, like, a, it was phlegm, like phlegm, phlegm, oh, phlegm roulette. Yeah. Sounds Paul, like. Pollock was coming out of my nose. <laughs> But it was consistent. Like I couldn't breathe out of my nose for probably six days. Wow. And it was just constant. And I never, sne I never sneezed. I did realize why some people don't have beards and mustaches. Because, dude, that was some rough cleaning work. <laughs> it was some rough cleaning work for sure. I'm like, dude, did I get that? Did I, did I get it all? Your kids um, are like, daddy, why are you dyeing your, your mustache? Why is your mustache red and green and so yeah so that happened um but i couldn't smell molly had a uti which made it really uncomfortable for her to go to the bathroom Poor so gal. she peed everywhere man oh floors couches her in her bed twice thankfully we have an extra twin so we were switching it out and for her and Felicity share room she's like dude dad my room spares like pee can i sleep anywhere else i'm like yeah, i don't care just sleep somewhere you're um, like smells fine to me so over time we had to like day two we had to get her back into pull-ups because she was just like mm. who knows what's gonna happen i'm tired of cleaning up piss all the time right and so she finally poops in the pull-up and 
Oh, and so she's upstairs in the bathroom. And I'm like, uh, Molly's been quiet for a while. Felicity, can you go check on her? And she goes upstairs and comes back like two minutes later. Daddy, we have a situation. <laughs> oh, no. Those are words you probably don't want to hear when applied to, to, to your youngest. To, to a four-year-old, right? Yeah. And she's like, we need mommy. I'm like, no, I'm like, I, I, mean, I can't smell. Like, she's in the bathroom. I'll deal with it. And so... Kids don't really realize when you buy something, the quantity that you have. When you buy a pack of pull-ups, there's like 18 in a pack. Uh-huh. First time Molly wore one, she thought she ruined the pull-up because you can pull it up and down like underwear. <laughs> so I go in the bathroom and she has her shirt on and that's it. There's <laughs> poop all over her arms. Oh, and no. her legs and her stomach and the oh, floor. No. Oh, no. And she's in the sink with the water on, wringing out the diaper full of poo <laughs> because she's trying to get all the she's poop out. She's trying to save it. She's trying to oh, save it. no. So in one hand, like, you can't be mad at her. Oh, because she's, she's trying to help. Because she's trying to help and she's being really smart about it. And in the other hand, you're like... I literally have a bunch of poo to clean up right now. You've literally just defeated the purpose of me putting a pull up on <laughs> you, child. Up, pull up on your child. Yeah. Oh, man. So that happened. That was on like Tuesday or Wednesday. Like the Wednesday I was either. Yeah, the Wednesday I was sleeping for like six hours or the Tuesday I was sleeping for like oh, six yeah. hours. So, I, mean, I woke up to that that evening. Oh, <laughs> what a wake up call, especially yeah. when you're feeling bad and then you have to yeah. deal with that. Yeah. yeah, welcome to fatherhood. Yeah. And so we eventually take Molly to the doctor for her UTI mm. because generally how you cure UTIs and Meredith will know this, you just chug in cranberry juice all day. Like, And you know this, right? Zach? Um, oh, yeah. Well, Mer fun, fun, fun fact. Meredith ended up having a UTI when we were in Scotland. Awesome. Of course yeah. she did. Uh, and, she did. Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> wonderful. Get a UTI when you're across an ocean from your regular medical right. care. Right. So, yeah, we. Yeah, but what I'm, you need I'm, is ocean spray from yep. uh, cranberry juice. So, Molly will not even touch it. Nope. Oh, I even on a cranberry good day? juice. Uh, I'm not drinking it. I'm not drinking it. Oh, boy. So, we had to take her to the doctor. And um, her initial test came back inconclusive. So, the doctor's like, okay, look. So, here's this antibiotic. It works 99% of the time. Oh boy. <laughs> um, but we'll get re the results back in like a day, day and a half. And if we need to adjust, we'll adjust. So Molly's in that 1% where it doesn't work. I was going to say, I have a feeling so, that if there's going to be a 1%, Molly will find it. So we're, so she's all medicined up. She's been going through her regular doses. She's laying down on this floor. Margaret's playing, um, Mario Rabbids. We got that recently for like 10 bucks. Oh, the whole so family's been killing good. that game. They're Love making a game. sequel this year too. A sequel's coming out this year. Are they? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, don't, I will say, unless you got the gold edition, the <clears throat> I, I thought the Kong DLC was okay. The cinematics yeah. were the best part. Gameplay not yeah, really worth fun. it. It's okay. But, but yeah. anyway, I, I'm excited but about anyway, a sequel. But anyways, yeah. So Molly's laying down and all the heart... <laughs> <laughs> And she just throws up all over the living room. Oh, no. Oh, all over what, the living room. Did it get on the switch? No, this no. Our living room is big enough, but and she was far enough away, but it got like all over the floor. 
and she's just sitting there, like, just like, I'm sorry. And we call it, because of Felicity when she was younger, whenever he throws up, they call it the icky spits. It's like, oh, I'm going to have the icky spits. Icky and so spits. she had that. Oh, and had no. to clean that and clean that up. She's almost 100% now. But since then, like Theodore had a stomach bug and he threw up like one night since I've been sick and trying to recovering. And they're like, they all want to hang out with dad. So he threw up one night and it was two nights ago. He's just like throwing up and the next day. He's fine. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go play tackle football. I'm like, you jerk. Like, <laughs> like, we, got, it in. we got you got two hours of sleep last night on a couch. And you're like, yeah, dad, I'm good. No, yeah, I'm gonna go play some football now. I'm like, all right, whatever, kid. Um, so did so. I guess you, other than playing a little bit of Mario Rabbids, you really didn't get to do a whole lot of fun things during I sickness. Played, what did I, I played Mario Rabbids? I'm caught up on Book of Boba. Um, I didn't get anybody else COVID. I, I mean, you know what? That's your platinum so that's, so that's PlayStation award right there. You so know, nobody else got a COVID. Um, yeah, I, the reason I haven't, I, watched ask the, is, I haven't watched Eternals yet. That came out yesterday for free, so I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> eventually watch that. Yeah, I I offered to watch it with Meredith, and she's kind of like. Is it, would it be wrong if I said I have no interest? <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe we just watch the end credit scene just to figure out how it fits into the MCU. MCU. And I heard it wasn't good, but I, I heard that I heard that it was it was resoundingly OK. Like, Great. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what a review. It'll, it'll, uh, yeah, it'll be better than Black Widow then. But I mean, I'm, <laughs> when you're this deep into a cement, like you got it. I'm like, all right. I'm yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I told Marilyn, I'm like, well, at the very least, it's MCU movies. So we should at least watch it to find out, you know, what does it try to contribute? What does it try to contribute? Yeah. And to find out, like, well, is that the direction? We, do we want to even go in that direction at all? Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Well, well also not, not. not to be confused when a crossover event happens, because, I mean, just just like right. even if people didn't like Captain Marvel, I'm like, well, you kind of need to know so that when she shows up in Endgame, you're not in, just like, so who's this chick? Who's this random person? So, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I, 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 even with people saying that it's it's not the best, I'm like, okay, but even Marvel's not the best. It's still better than a lot. It's better than a lot of movies out it's there. So I, I, yeah. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I, I didn't consume anything new. It was a lot of sleep and a lot of like, I don't care. Watch, I watched a lot of Hallmark. Because I'm not like, watch whatever you want. I don't care. I'm probably going to fall asleep anyways. Um, so See, yeah. that was more of a tradition for our family. And then especially for me, even in my adulthood, like when I get sick, I like video game and watch movies my way and until I get better. Like I, I got sick a couple weeks ago, um, not COVID, thankfully. Yeah. And I watched all of Arcane on Netflix. Okay. Ba yeah. Basically binged the show yeah. in like <laughs> two days, um, which it's excellent by the way yeah you will I, I know we've had the discussion about there really is no great video game to movie adaptation mm -hmm. out there i heard that one was good though i think this is the best video game to movie adaptation ever ever like just from the style to the that, voice does, does acting mean, to the does that music mean it's good, though? oh it's incredible okay like i i would say <laughs> as far as netflix originals I, I would say this would be in top three okay because Netflix is struggling with original content for sure. Yeah, struggle bussing. It's, it's struggle bussing, yeah. Yeah, me and Margaret are very different. Like, when she's sick, she wants to be around people, like, and snuggle. Like, all my kids, they want to snuggle when they're sick. Ah. And I'm like, leave me the junk alone and let me sleep. <laughs> like, I don't want to see you till I'm I don't want to see anyone. <laughs> I just want to sleep and leave me alone. Yeah, I'm a huge extrovert. That is a surprise to no one. <laughs> no, when I'm yeah. sick, I'm like... 
I want to sleep and play video games and mm-hmm. be close to the bathroom. Yep. And sometimes um, that's optional. Like, well, I'd rather it, be able to just swim like whatever. Just well, put a bucket next to me and I'll live. The big adjustment you have to just come to the realization of once you're a parent is that like when you're sick, life still has to go on. Yep. Like like there is no, oh, mommy's going to give you the sick, the sick tummy bucket and here's your blanket and go cuddle right. up in your room. It's like, no. nope, still got to do the dishes, still got to do the laundry. The kids yep. still have their regular routine. You just feel crappy while doing it. But it is better when you have older kids because they can be a little more self-sustaining. Well, I can't tell you the last time I unloaded the dishwasher. Like, I don't do that anymore. Margaret nice. doesn't. Like, the kids do that. Like, there's just stuff around the house that we just don't do anymore. Nice. <clears throat> because we have kids that are old enough to do it. Your kids aren't there yet. No. Rowan would break the dishes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and Max does. Like, even... But it's getting to the age where we're going to have three kids that can just sort of, like, you're doing this stuff. I'm not doing this stuff. Um, <laughs> Run the house. Figure it out, right? Nice. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> I remember uh, one movie, and I can't even remember what I mentioned on this show. I once had the flu, and I was like dog sick. And that was, of all times, I chose to watch the movie Memento. Memento. That's a good the movie. Christopher Nolan one. Yeah. Do not watch Memento if you are feeling sick. Like, that movie is already mentally jarring <clears throat> as is. Mm-hmm. I like hated my life after watching that <laughs> while feeling sick. And at first I thought maybe it was like the, the flu medicine messing with me or something. I'm like, what mm-hmm. is this movie? Well, I am so lost. I yeah. since watched the movie when I was well and I was like, oh, okay, I can see. Okay. Now I can see. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why people think this is a masterclass in storytelling, but man, watching that movie while on like thermoflu or whatever yeah. I was on at the time. No. Yeah. You need like, mindless dudes where my dude wears my car kind of content when you're all <laughs> met it up you're like yep and then, and because and anything you watch after like if you watch a movie like that the, there's two dangers in that if you watch a movie like memento when you're all medicated up it's only going to get better when you're not medicated if you watch a movie like dude wears my car when you're medicated <laughs> it'll just get it, worse when you're so much worse <laughs> You know, it's kind of like, I think and you there's ha- and you some really have movies. to be careful about how you talk about it, too, after you watch it. You're like, oh, that movie's great. Like, no, like, it's not a good movie. And then you're like, are we talking about the same movie? Because that movie actually sucks. And you're like, no, yeah. it was amazing. It was amazing. There's a category of movie that I think should only be watched after midnight. Right. Because if you watch them before, they are just so dumb. Yep. After midnight, they're the most hilarious movie yes, in the world. you've ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that should be a category, the after midnight movie. <laughs> after midnight or slightly sick movies. Or or <laughs> movies after you've been up for 20 hours. Or that. Or that. Yeah. But uh, but another crazy thing. So I found out. So we do a co-op with another family for homeschool. Mm-hmm. And they actually own not one, but two copies of The Sword. Oh, no way. Which is, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the listeners who... Uh, that didn't catch this little tidbit back in season two. Uh, myself and Aaron, uh, who's not made an appearance yet in season three, um, we back in high school shot a feature length. I mean, it's 90 something minutes. And I mean, we traveled to a castle down in Florida, Castle Otis. That's O T T T I S. And I mean, we we had costumes. I mean, we did. Mm-hmm. ADR. I mean, it, it's a legit film. 
and uh, submitted it to the San Antonio Independent mm. Christian Film Festival, which at the time was the biggest Christian film festival out there. And uh, yeah, we got some IMDb credit about it. We, we made DVDs and sold it around the homeschool community. And somehow they still have two copies of it. And they have no connection to you. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like they, don't, they have no idea. Like they've never heard of your last name. <laughs> so, so I don't know. So the older kids, so they have I think, nine or 10 kids. The older kids were in Eagle's Nest, which is, you okay. know, what Eagle, it's this homeschool community group where we're at in the South Atlanta area. But they don't, they, they, they might know your mom, maybe. Oh. <clears throat> wow, that's crazy to think about that just yeah. somewhere. This it's somewhere, some random person that you have never met. Uh, well, you know, for about three months, you actually could purchase it at Walmart. Oh, really? Yep. So Dove, um, it's like a, a Christian accreditation that'll, you know, it's almost like getting the, um, not Pulitzer, like the, the penguin stamp on a book. The penguin like, stamp on a book. Yeah. You know, I know what, you know what I'm talking about, or at least yeah. the concept. Yeah. Um, Dove <laughs> did the same thing with like media. So if you oh. got the Dove stamp, so Walmart had this agreement for a very brief period of time to have anything that was like Dove certified on their shelves. Mm-hmm. And the sword was one of them. And so uh, I actually knew a couple of people who picked up a copy at Walmart. At Walmart. I'm actually on walmart.com to see if you can still get oh, it. I no, know you, no. you can get it on Amazon. Yeah, you can, you can still get it on Amazon Prime. And in fact, it was included in Amazon Prime for a hot minute. And the oh, hilarious really? thing is if you check out the reviews, it, we're actually fairly highly rated. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if, <laughs> if you check out some of the reviews, though, it's clear that they're mixing it up with a documentary on the history of fencing also called the sword, the sword? It's because, pretty awesome. because like our story is about a group of kids that try to defend their, their home castle against some Raiders while their father's off to war. But then you'll have these random comments of like, well, their use of the rapier was a bit overstated. And I really think they should have used the Kevorkian technique. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Come to find out there's a documentary called the sword. And I guess people just aren't checking their, <laughs> their source material before they yep. leave a review it, is, it has a four-star review on amazon with nice. 90 with 94 reviews yeah but i i wouldn't be shocked if a third of those are misplaced for the documentary the sword but, but does that even matter now the really? best the best review though is if you go on to imdb and okay. search the sword this Doing happened it. fairly recently. And I say by fairly recently, it was 2019. Okay. Um, I mean, we made the sword in, in 2008. So, I mean, 2019, I guess, is recently. Some guy, and I did do some research into him, and he, like, has left, I, I like, I, I kid you not when I say hundreds of thousands of reviews on IMDb. <laughs> like, I think this is his job. I don't know how he makes money or if he does. Uh, but he left a scathing review of the sword i mean it it's it's almost like <laughs> ad homen levels of insulting um, so good what's his name uh it, it's it's something that sounded norwegian um and i mean i don't know if that's his username or what um, loaf wine that's it. that's it his it's review the first, it's the first one that comes up and the title of it says a historic <laughs> indie that doesn't work warning spoilers and it's like a paragraph long dude it is incredible because he talked now we're, we're a bunch of high schoolers a bunch of homeschool high schoolers making yeah. a movie and he makes a comment like 
none of the actors even attempted to do a European accent. Yeah. It's just a bunch of stupid Americans. So here we go. Here we go. The Sword is a historical adventure indie film made on a non-existent budget in Florida. True. The story is laughably bad. <laughs> Set in the Dark Ages and featuring a cast of bumbling American actors who don't even attempt any kind of a European accent. <laughs> the story is set, set in stone buildings that look suspiciously a Norman, even <laughs> though the story is set in the Dark Ages. There's no action of any kind, just a lot of dialogue with some religious stuff thrown in. <laughs> I love how he's talking about That's like so the good. looks. Suspe- how do you look suspiciously Norman? Right. Like, I've never looked at a wall and gone, now that is suspiciously Norman. And, and, and the be- the other best thing about it is that, so you have 90 to 94 people that have given you a star rating. The only person that left a comment is this dude. Oh, yeah. Like, he, and he, gives us a, he gives us a one out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. You'll, never, pl- funny, you'll never please anyone. You'll never please everyone. That, yes. that is the so truth. try. Even when you're a bunch of just well-meaning high schoolers just trying to get that that arts credit on your well, and, and, on your, on your high it. school, uh, and this not, is pre like decent camera on phone. Well, I mean, it was a handy pre- cam, man. I mean, I'm right. talking mini DV tape handy cam, like what you right. would shoot your home movies with. And right. when yeah. you consider that, and that we sh- that we edited it in Pinnacle Home Pro which is just a slight and i mean slight step up from windows movie maker is that, it's is actually that like quite paint, impressive is that like the paint version of oh absolutely editing software okay oh absolutely funnily enough pinnacle is made by avid which is an industry staple and continues to be for like high-end hollywood editors well and some, then somehow marvel, pinnacle, never didn't, marvel doesn't even use avid right well i you know for a lot of the industry for a lot of the um, industry it is going away though because mm-hmm. Because of because anybody it, can edit now, essentially. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> the 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 irony of it all is it was because of that film. And you can see the trailer is still on on YouTube. Oh, yeah, you, you can, can watch it yeah, for sure. Is that even as you know laughable as that film is now? It's the reason I got a full ride film school scholarship. Oh, you got a full ride off that film? Oh, yeah. I mean, they they saw, uh, I mean, when I went in for the interviews and mm-hmm. I mean, I had to compete for the scholarship with a lot of other really qualified candidates. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never been so intimidated to walk into one room. Um, I, they, they saw that, wow, you actually did the time to put together a feature length film. And, and I mean, granted, it is far from perfect. But when you take into the context of what we pulled off with what we have, mm-hmm. it's actually quite incredible. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, hey, do what you can with what you have, because the most yep. important tool is the gray matter between between in your, your ears. Your yeah. Just yep. look at uh, what is that one movie? A bunch of UCF students made it back in the day. It was a horror movie. It's black and white. Not Blair Witch Project. Oh, Blair Witch Project. <laughs> oh, OK. It was. Blair. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that Witch, created... they, shot, they shot that for like three grand. It was someone ridiculously small. <laughs> And it it helped pioneer an entire genre, the found yep. footage genre, which yep. which eventually led to paranormal activity. Yeah, which, they made so much money off that movie, and they didn't know what they're doing at all. So if you go around and look at like a lot of the interviews they did of the townspeople, some of them they had to cut because they didn't think to get waivers when they were shooting it. So no they had to go way. back to the town to, and <laughs> just track pe- and just track people down. Yeah. 
Wow. But that movie made them millionaires. Millionaires. Yeah. And I mean, talk about it, it wasn't the technology, it was the method that yeah. that enraptured mm-hmm. people. Yeah, because it was different. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a decent story, but um well, suspense is king. Like it's better than slashers for sure. Yeah. Uh so another show that I I also got to watch while uh, I was sick for a little bit was, did you ever get into the expanse? I never have gotten into the expanse. Okay. So right. So right now I'm in the middle of this conundrum. Um, so I'm going to, I don't know what my dollar amount is yet. It's probably like 80 bucks, 50 to 80 bucks. What streaming services should I have? Uh, what is my what, library like of what everything makes the out cut? there right now? What makes the cut and what doesn't make the cut? Knowing mm-hmm. that I don't want to go over X amount and I need X, Y, and Z sort of content. Um, so that's the game I'm playing right now. And I we should we should dedicate an episode to this streaming yeah. wars. What what makes your your streaming roster? Well, with a certain budget, right? Like you have to like mm-hmm. this is real dollars I'm trying to play with now to figure out like if you do something like a YouTube. That's like 60 bucks of the budget if you go YouTube live. Now, are um, you going year or month? A month. A month. Okay. So if you're my monthly entertainment dollar for streaming services. Um, but also we're in that world where you can like play the game like, oh, I want to watch that. So I'll subscribe for a month and then drop it and then X, Y, and Z. Ah, and, and, but, mm-hmm. but some things I don't want to do that for. Like some things are doing like, uh, what was it? Peacock is doing it really smart. So no secret, I'm a giant Office fan. And yep. for, for fellow yep. Office fans, they have lots of like new Office content. Like they have, mm. I think it's an hour and a half of just cold opens, including cold opens that they never aired. Really? Yeah. They, oh, so they're bringing out like a bunch of archive behind the scenes stuff. Well, not only are they doing that, they're doing what they're calling super fan episodes. And they just released season four to where... And you know this, Zach, when you shoot stuff, you shoot lots of extra stuff. Oh, absolutely. Like maybe only 5% if that makes it into the final cut. <laughs> so they're adding a lot of that content back into original episodes. So episodes that were like 22 minutes for TV, some of them are like 40 minutes now. Some of them are like 27. So they're like these giant expanded episodes. And so um, much of it was ad lib that why not? Right. And so, Wow. Right. So, I didn't even know this. I might even go yeah, find so, myself a Peacock subscription. And it's pretty cheap. It's like five bucks, but it's one of the like. So I'm in this weird place now with t- with TV and commercials. Oh, yeah. I grew up in, with commercials. Mm-hmm. I hate commercials now. <laughs> and when I'm watching something, but I do really appreciate a good commercial because there's definitely mm-hmm. good commercials and bad commercials. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten to the point where like. My kids are like, oh, just fast forward the commercials. Just fast forward them. I'm like, no, you need to be patient. You, you need, need to, to le- learn that this is a thing. <laughs> and you need to learn what bad marketing looks like. <laughs> How are you going to tell a good commercial if you don't ever get experience? Well, and then if you don't ever get exposed to like just people trying to sell you junk all the time, because mm. our kids don't have phones and our kids are like, like they need to discern like, no, like that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's not actually a deal. That's not a cool thing. Right. So, like, sometimes I, I don't let them fast forward commercials and it drives them crazy. <laughs> well, hey, you know, it, it's true. I was just thinking the other day, um, I got a scam email that was shockingly realistic. 
I mean, it was like, but bad. Well, and I was thinking, man, how many people are they going to catch with this if they don't do their homework or (laughs) if you've not seen the real thing enough? Because, I mean, it was like, hey, you just made this recent purchase on Amazon, which is very true. Which is probably true. And I mean, it had like the invoice number. (laughs) It had the amount. I mean, it looked legit like a recent Amazon purchase. Yeah. The only reason I knew this thing was a scam was because like there was no linkage to like my account. It was like, hey, to contest this, call this number. Right. And I'm like, no, there's always like 17 different ways to contact Amazon support. That's never just call this number. No. But I mean, it looked so real. And yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that, about Internet pop ups. Mm -hmm. I don't ever remember my parents teaching me not to click an internet pop-up right i mean because we still have to teach our parents not to teach not to click those. Uh, I, be real and that. i mean that's almost painfully true right. but i mean i learned because as i was you know putting my computer together as a as a middle schooler anytime i did click on a pop-up i'd get, get a, a virus pay, or something right some zimbabwe prince that prince. i had to pay the ransom and he'd right. split the the winnings with me yeah um and uh, like I, I had to learn through experience. Now, you know, fortunately, thank you, Norton antivirus. Most every time it would <laughs> bail me yeah. out. But I, I had to learn that way. But I began thinking like I would eventually have to teach Rowan one day. Mm-hmm. This is something you don't click on the Internet. Yeah. It may look nice and shiny and tell you that you are one of the lucky 100 people to visit this website and get an iPhone. But that's not real. But it's not real. And, and mm-hmm. if I want you to have an iPhone, you're, you'd have an iPhone, buddy. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's a little bit of that, too. The other thing I always think through when it's with screens and technology and stuff like that is I start, I think through, like, how much of the technology when I was their age do I use now? Hmm. And the answer is none of it. Hmm. So, like, do they, like, do they need that? Like, they might need, like, to be able to navigate and understand, like, the basic workings of a computer. But I'm like, by the time Molly gets to be 16, 17 and actually needing a phone, iPhones aren't going to be what they are now. Oh, yeah. It might have moved on to an implant or something completely different, right? (laughs) I mean, I tell people all the time, I don't think Max and Molly and even your kids will ever need a driver's license. Really? Do you think Mm -hmm. cars will or you'll you'll have a license in a different way or? I I think by then cars will be driving themselves and driving themselves and you don't need a license to drive them anymore. Like I could see a world where people don't own cars and cities own cars and you just like ring a car like you do an Uber and it comes and picks you up and drops you off and you take a different car home. Hmm. Like I could see things more moving that I I don't think they will need a driver's license. I mean, I would love not having to pay insurance for a 16 year old male. You just have so. no taxes, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll come out of taxes somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I already know where my kids are going to work. And so, and they, yes, and I need them to work just so they can have a fourth meal and not have to pay for their food all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or pay for the cell phone that I'm sure they're going to so desperately want at some point. Well, the, what I'm most concerned about it, like if people are getting paid like 15 bucks an hour now, minimum wage, by the time my kids can work, can you imagine... At 16, working 20 hours a week and having that much disposable income? <clears throat> well, but I mean, if inflation continues with it, they're going to have to work that much just to fill up the gas tank. If they're you know, still driving They don't have car. any bills. They don't even have any bills. Well, you know, it, it's funny. You know, Aaron and I were 
you know, we, we were working in, in high school. I and worked we, high school. Yeah. And we remember the, you know, I, I think when Aaron started, it was like 475. And by the time I started, it was like 525. I think it was 415 wage. when I started. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> I mean, we remember thinking in high school, everything was gauged by how many hours do I have to work, work to pay for this to thing. Pay for this thing. So like mm-hmm. if friends invited me out for bowling and I'm going, all right, it's eight bucks to bowl for an hour and then three bucks for shoes. Whew, man, that means I would have had to have worked at least three hours, three hours. in order to go do bowling for one uh, hour. Uh, okay. I mean, it, it's with friends. I like them. That seems like a good trade off, but then there'd be other things where it's like, Hey, you want to just come drive with me? Like not go anywhere, just drive. I'm like, so let me get this straight. I'm going to pay $20 worth of gas. No, to do, to do, nothing. <laughs> to do nothing. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's like a full shift just to pay for the gas to just go to pay for the gas puts around with you. Like, go, no, to go nowhere, right? If we're going to go to a mountain or go hiking or go rock climbing, I'm in just right. to drive. No. Yeah. Especially when it's your gas. And then you mentioned like, sure, I can do that, but I need you to chip in for gas. I'm like, no, I'm out. Like, cool. <laughs> then I'm out too. <laughs> Guess who's out too? This guy. Yeah, this guy. Well, you know, yeah, I, high school, it, yeah, high school in the nineties was a different world, especially where I grew up. I grew up in Orlando, Florida. So skipping school was going to Disney and going to universal and going to SeaWorld. Nice. Yeah. And I mean, you also worked movie theaters for a little bit. So that was post high school. I did oh, work. Okay. That was post high school. But I, I worked in movie theaters when Phantom Menace came out. Nice. I, worked in, I worked in projections. So I was that weird dude. They just get to hang out and work in projections, which is fun. That was a fun job. Just because I mean, because you got to kind of have a a smorgasbord of movies or just well, getting well, to was, see it, the same it, movie it, over and over. Well, it was all film. So. Ah, Yeah. <clears throat> So they came in on reels, like actual like round reels. And so part of my job was to actually literally like tape the movies together. Oh, from like, cool. From like real one to, and most of them were like six or seven reels. So part of my job was to put them on, tape them together and put them on these giant things called platters, which are basically just round wheels that can hold seven to eight reels. Wow. As one stream. And then I have to thread it through the machine and set timers and stuff. But if a movie came out on like a Friday, we would do that work on a Monday and then stay after shift and watch it. Like, oh, because you, so you, you had to way early release. Yeah, you had to you had to watch it to make sure it worked. Did you ever tape it in the wrong <clears> order? <throat> no, but you did get. To okay. keep, but I did. I had for a season. I kept all the clippings like so. Cause so when you would clip, you would clip. Like when it comes out of the box, you clip like a frame on each side. Oh, so you had like a couple random frames from frames episode from, one and then a from, bunch of other from, movies. From a bunch of other random movies. But so and so you do that when you cool. put it together and when you took it apart at the end at the end of its run, so to speak. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a fun little a fun little gig that didn't last super long, but it was fun. They didn't pay you well, but you got free. Like I got free movies whenever I want and it was a really easy job. It was the one at Universal Studios. So if you go into Universal Studios, that Lowe's Cineplex, uh, Kevin, op- Kevin opened that theater. Yeah. And wow. so it's really weird. So that one has, tw- I think, 20 theaters. And so when you work in projections, you basically work in this long black hallway with like very light floor lights and you're by yourself. Like wow. no one comes. Wow. So like introvert dream. No one comes to check <laughs> on you. You could die, and as long as the movies are set on the right timers, 
no one cares. It could be hours before someone. It could be hours before someone finds you. Yeah. Wow. And you're just back there with and and so in between and you guys know how movie starts like five, ten, fifteen, like depending on the length. Mm -hmm. So you string your movies and then you're like, all right, what movie do I want to watch for the next couple hours? And you just sit in the booth and just watch the movies. Yeah. Well, that sounds real fun. It was real fun. Well, it. You know, this is kind of going back to what we we're talking a couple minutes ago, but it, I have thought sometimes what are going to be the things that when Rowan is my age, he's talking about, when, whether right. it's technology or first jobs that he had. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, will will the same opportunities be available or like will entry level <laughs> jobs have a completely different meaning from when I was doing entry level jobs? Right. Or will like there will be something completely different, like the amount of opportunity there is on the Internet with like youtube and like so i i watch a bunch of like random side hustle stuff on instagram as well and there's this one's kind of shady but it kind of like that's america so this dude goes on to etsy Uh and finds products that ships direct okay so i'm the shop i want to you want to buy it this the seller ships directly to you and he looks for things that cost like relatively cheap okay and he takes screenshots of all the stuff and and takes those images and puts them on Facebook Marketplace, writes new descriptions and does a 10 to 15 to 20 dollar markup. And then when people buy it, he just orders it from Etsy and sends it to him. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's creatively unethical. But but I mean, it's just American middleman like isn't unethical. I mean, I guess I don't know if it is or not, but, but there's so many mm. like things like that in the world today. When I think about like NFTs, people, I keep thinking <laughs> like, man, all Rowan has to do is learn how to code some NFTs and he'd be set for life. Right. So I think stuff like that, like, and I think our kids are going to live in more of a world like that. Like forget getting a job. I'll side hustle it up for mm. 40 to 60 hours a week at home and be my own person. Even 20 hours a week once it hits. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, what, once I make what I need to support my lifestyle, I stop working and I'll start working, start the clock in. I mean, I, I, I've been talking to friends who do travel nursing and they're like, mm. yeah, I work for six months, then take the next date off and then yeah. start working again when I need the money. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had friends that do that too, but I could, I could see our kids generation, like even up to like Felicity and Theodore, even just doing like, eh. I don't like the sound of that, especially because of COVID and keeping them inside all the time. I think there's going to be a, a group that wants to get out and do and mm-hmm. a group that are going to be like, I'm perfectly fine just hanging out. No, this working from home thing sounds really, really nice. <laughs> yeah. And so how can I do that for not having to do anything? And so I could see that a lot happening um, in the world. And it is now. It already is happening. There's high schoolers that make millions of dollars a year now. Um, the, the, they have time. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Zach doesn't. Yeah, but hey, we get to still do fun things like do the podcast, talking yeah. with other dads, checking in. But I, yeah, but it's crazy. I do, I do think there's a world where our kids are not going to have traditional jobs at all, at all. And I mean, I, I, I've always been a kind of think outside of the box kind of guy. As long as you are not violating anything morally, mm-hmm. I've had it. I mean, I'm surprised like teachers haven't gotten together and made some just sort of online homeschool where like if your kids are virtual anyways, Hmm. like why not just get a bunch of good teachers together and have people pay a premium for 
for teachers and let them teach your students virtually. This has been your innovation <laughs> session with Kevin and Zach. Dude. <laughs> when there's well, time, we can make some money. <laughs> oh, listen, we've got so many ideas. And some of those we want to bring here into the show. Because mm-hmm. I know I made mention to this in the last episode, listeners, but we we do have some plans for our YouTube content. Yeah, we do. So even though uh, we're we're only doing audio only in the podcast, uh, we we do have plans and some some brainstorming for what we want to do for Dadgum Nerds YouTube content. Once people don't have COVID, <laughs> <laughs> right? Once people get over being sick, because yeah. oh, poor Trip, his family is uh, yeah. he was going to be on tonight, and then they they had to do the old COVID bow out um yeah. as well so actually i think half of the dgn roster at this point has covid yeah. that's like the <laughs> new i'm sorry i can't go have a baby I'm sorry i got covid <laughs> covid oh you too yeah. all right okay, see you in two fine. weeks okay see you in two bed. weeks sweet yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's like the single it's like the every man's i have a baby well, I think eventually people will start requiring you to like send a picture of like a positive test because I do feel like for a while people have just flown with the oh I got COVID oh and then just no questions asked about why you're not oh, showing up oh, to the oh, event. For sure. So I was at uh, Molly. Molly was in baseball. She played t-ball this past season, and her coach was like, "Yeah, my my work didn't give me a time off, so I just told him I had COVID." <laughs> right. She's like, they didn't get the days off I requested. I just I told him I had COVID. And and I think eventually, and they were like, okay, that, and this was that was like a year ago, and they were like, okay, yeah, cool, fine. Well, because I mean, remember, you used to be able to say like, oh, I had a death in the family, and they, and you know, oh, no questions asked, do what yeah. you need to. But now you have to like show a death certificate, yeah, show like, or you have to show a scan of like the funeral plans, yeah. I mean, like this is for real stuff. I think yeah. eventually that will happen with, oh, I have COVID. Yeah. But for real though, oh, what kind of test did you get? Yeah. You're talking PCR or antigen at yeah. home? Yeah, at home, what brand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then you it, just keep one. You just have one buddy <laughs> take a take home test. You guys just pass it around to each other. You still have that positive COVID test? Yeah, I, man, need some, I, need some, I need some time off. I need some time off work. I'm really stressed out right now. Well, here is something that I am confident in being positive in, Kevin, is that. If the listeners would rate this show on whatever platform they're on, it will help us beat the algorithm. And, you know, you can also join us on our Discord channel. We have a lot of fun there sharing memes. You know, basically everything Kevin and I talked about Book of Boba, we already talked about on Discord. So if you kind of want to sneak... But not as in-depth. Not as in-depth. I mean, we we covered a few more shades, uh, a few more uh, fruity pebble colored bikes, chrome finishes. Uh, than we did on Discord. But hey, sure. join us there. It's lots of fun. Yep. And, um, you know, hopefully we will eventually have a show where we have three of our regular hosts on. So, you know, yep. first episode in season one, it was just me. And then, you know, oh, we, we called in the, the True Believer patrons. Now we got two hosts on, you and me, Kevin. Yeah, so maybe, just maybe. maybe for episode 75, we can actually get our regular roster. A, a regular person. Yeah. Another person, yeah. But hey, Kevin, it's been lots of fun all the it's same. It's been fun. Glad, glad to have fun. you back. Glad to have you back. Good to be back. Good to be back and mostly healthy, Bill. Well, hey, everyone listening out there, stay healthy and we will catch you later, daggum nerds. See ya. Game over.